Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolf. These were the headlines of October 28, 1929. Madame Curie has a cold. Commodity average goes still lower. Walker pays tribute to Jessel. Ticket sale on today for the Yale Dartmouth game. And what happened the very next day? It was October 29th, 1929. Black Tuesday, the start of the Great Depression. This is Frank Roth with the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. We're talking about the imminent pending recession that will more than likely occur next year and what the impact will be on that on the mobile home park business. Now, let's start off first with the impact on residents, because that's the bread and butter of the industry. If we don't have any residents, we have no revenue. Without any revenue, we can't pay the bills. So we've got to have residents who can pay rent. So what happens to them? Do they dry up and blow away? What happens when the recession hits? Well, the first thing you have to know about mobile home park residents is they are very much insulated from recessions and depression. And that's because probably about a half of all of the mobile home park residents in the United States are retired. So the only way that subgroup gets injured, and it's a very, very large group, is if the government stops paying benefits. So if Social Security and if Medicare, they run dry, then yeah, that's a big impact. However, I don't know anyone forecasting that the Great Recession that's upcoming is going to deprive them of getting their regular monthly stipend. So I think in that way, probably about a half of all of your residents roughly, and it varies on the park, obviously, but more than likely about a half could care less if the economy completely tanked because they don't rely on that to pay the lot rent. But what about the other half? What about that half that does hold a job? What will happen to them? Well, again, they're somewhat insulated. They are in the occupations that we now decry after COVID as being essential. Food delivery, food production, shipping, all kinds of jobs where you work with your hands. And if you don't show up and get those jobs done, society stops functioning. You have no water. You have no sewer. You have no food. You have no heat. You have no air conditioning. These are all jobs that have to be done, whether the times are good or bad. And people aren't going to cut back on buying food, regardless of how bad things are. There was a slogan in St. Louis during the Great Depression, first in shoes and first in booze. And what that proudly meant is that they were number one in shoes, which was an essential item, and then number one in booze, which was a vice. Mobile home parks are not about the vice, they're about the essential part. And our residents are the ones who have the jobs that you really cannot cut off much. And then also remember that they're backstopped. You can't just go to people during a recession who work at Arby's and say, hey guys, times are tough at Arby's. We're not selling many Arby's sandwiches, so here's the story. We're going to lower your pay down to only two bucks an hour. But you can't, because the U.S. backstops how much people can earn in the typical kind of jobs that many mobile home park residents have by a little thing known as minimum wage. So if you can't go lower than minimum wage, then they are guaranteed to earn a certain amount. In most states, and every state is different on their minimum wage laws, but I would say the average now is probably about $10 an hour. And there's about 2,000 working hours in a year, which means anyone who actually holds a job has to make at least $20,000 a year. Or a two-income household will have to make at least $40,000 a year, assuming they work full-time. Now, if you take that $20,000 per year that someone is guaranteed to earn if they simply work a 40-hour week under minimum wage laws, 
What does that equate to as far as the amount they can afford on housing? Well, if you take a third of the 20,000, then and you divide that by 12, it means they can spend somewhere between five and $600 a month and be fine. And guess what? That's exactly what most mobile home park lot rents are, even on the high side. The average lot rent is about $300 a month. On minimum wage, you live like a king in a mobile home park with just that. And even though we've had some wage inflation in certain industries and certain skill sets, nevertheless, the worst case is you're back to working at Taco Bell and making minimum wage, which in a mobile home park is completely affordable. Now, what about mobile home park residents and, and paying the bills when time gets tough? Let's say their income falls from 35000 a year down to twenty, back down to minimum wage. Will they still pay lot rent? Yes, because it's a necessity to them. They have to have basic shelter. Food and shelter is what all humans must crave because that's what you need to live. We learned years ago, 30 years ago, the concept that mobile home park residents will often fight adversity to keep a roof over their heads. And we call that the FICO score, not FICO, F-I-C-O, but FICO, F-I-G-H-T-C-O. And it means that people will fight hard to keep that roof over their heads, hold that family unit together, even in bad times. So don't underestimate mobile home park residents, even if they had a transition of their job, even if there was a massive layoff and they could not immediately find a, a similar job or even one with a lower wage. They'll keep fighting. They'll keep looking. They'll do the jobs that no one would want to do. They'll work the night cashier at the Rhodes 101 truck stop. So their FICO score is very, very high. Now, what about the industry itself, though? If the residents are somewhat insulated and backstopped, what about the parks? Well, mobile home parks are affordable housing. That's the focus. So when America gets on tough times, what happens? People need even more affordable places to live. It's the people that notch up, those white-collar jobs. Those are the ones that are in most jeopardy with the coming recession. That's going to get to be who really gets hit hard because those jobs are not backstopped. If you're an engineer at Boeing, all you're guaranteed is minimum wage. You could drop from 100 grand a year to 20. That's your whole safety net. And that may make some people who have more expensive housing options drop down to mobile home parks. We see that right now with homes in at $400,000 on average across the nation. People cannot afford those homes in certain school districts and suburbs they want to live in. And often people you would never imagine to live in mobile home parks based on their income and their jobs suddenly are moving in. You will only see that accelerate when the recession hits. The demand for affordable housing will go through the roof, yet the supply is fixed. You can't build any new mobile home parks. So when the demand goes up and the supply can't go up, you end up with higher prices. Nationwide, you're seeing the occupancy of mobile home parks at probably the highest levels it's ever been, as all kinds of new investors bring these old parks back to life and start getting them reoccupied. But despite new homes being brought in to fill vacant lots, most mobile home parks in America are already at 80% plus occupancy now. So there really isn't even any room for not much new supply, even on park owners who have a few vacant lots. What about the macro industry? What happens to that? Well, we all know that recession brings a lowering of interest rates. If you take all the recessions since 1950 and you look at the interest rate when they went into the recession and when they came out, the average drop since 1950 is about two and a half points. So if you apply that to this coming recession, and assuming that the interest rates on mobile home park loans are somewhere around 7% or so, and you take off 2.5%, that's not too bad. That gets you down to maybe a 45 to 5%. I would personally conjecture that's probably where interest rates will remain for the longest time. If you look at the chart of historical interest rates, you'll see we had never gotten down to 0.25% Fed funds rate in American history. 
Even back in 1776, interest rates were around 5 to 6%. That seems to be kind of the flat line with the average. So while I don't see interest rates ever going insanely low ever again, I do think we can all live in a world where interest rates are roughly at 5%. That would equate to cap rates on mobile home parks that are still significantly lower than they are right now. And that's heralded and brought into play by the recession. Now, the final question is, do we, are we really going to have a recession? Does that really, get, does it have to happen? Can we maybe have the soft landing, this Hollywood ending that people keep talking about? Well, I would urge you just to apply science to the situation. Right now, America is the closest it's ever been to the era of Jimmy Carter. That had a very, very, very bad ending. Our nation has always had recessions roughly every seven years or so. Yet it's been twice that, 14 years since we had the last one, the Great Recession 2007-2008. Ask yourself, are our current leaders really that good? We've had some good leaders historically who did their best to try and keep us out of recession. But I don't think anyone would try and claim that right now, the crew running the country is the best we've ever had. And if much more qualified and competent leaders were unable to stave off recessions, to me, it's completely unrealistic to assume that the Curtin team can win. On top of that, you have such a long period since the last recession that the odds are overwhelming that the next one will occur. If you look at the raw material of what's going on in the nation right now, everything from freight delivery to M2 money supply would point certainly to a recession and relatively soon. The only question to me at this point is when it occurs and how long it lasts. The bottom line is that mobile home parks are in an excellent position for the coming recession. We're well positioned on everything from tenants to the business model itself to be contrarian by nature and to be ready for whatever bad thing the economy will unleash. This is Frank Roth of Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show. Read our show transcriptions and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing.